Now the people's on top And to a lot they in the underdog slot But the fact is they're the champs of the AFC North A playoff berth is what they got Ain't had a shot since it was 2015 Time to play like they've been here before Jamar Chase you can't ignore That's a grown man Hey, how you guys doing? Producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast, the long time, long suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who Day, everybody? Uh, the Bengals set out to do what they said they were going to do to fix their offensive line. We're going to talk about that tonight by signing a tier one free agent in Lyle Collins on the line tonight. Uh, it's Big Hutch. Big Hutch, what's happening? Hello, all you happy people. Yeah, we're trying to argue tonight because you're the one that's saying that this doesn't matter. I'm going to take the headphones out because they're not really working. Can you still hear me? Very well. Even better, Okay. Well, I'm going to pick up the... Uh, I'll be on. Pick the net fan off. All right. Sorry. Um, you, we're going to argue tonight because you're saying that the offensive line, it matters, obviously, but maybe not the Collins is not that big deal. But we're going to get into that in a minute. Shouts out, Sandman, brother. We miss you. We love you. Uh, keep getting better. Hope to have you on here as soon as possible. But, yeah. So, after the podcast we had the other night, and our subtitle tonight is New Offensive Line. The After the podcast the other night, there was this thing about Lyle Collins. You know, he had finally got cut by, cut by the Cowboys. Um, was he going to Simon Cincinnati? He was in town for the deal. They were trying to close the deal. They couldn't close the deal. It looked like he was going to get out of town on Sunday, but lo and behold, last second, the Bengals don't let him get on that plane to get out of town. Allegedly, he was on his way to New England and or possibly to the Panthers to have a visit. The Bengals closed the deal three years, essentially $20 million, this is pretty much kind of what he was making, actually a little bit less than what he was going to make from Dallas this year. Bengals mm-hmm. close the deal, get a tier one free agent, right tackle, almost elite status. Hodge, how can you be upset with this? I'm not upset with it, but okay. I mean, but there's no, we're, we're in Missouri now. You got to show me at this point. So, yeah, I understood. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, alignment are great. We yes, the most people on the field are linemen, and we need can 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 these guys get us a third and one and a fourth and one? I am all for it. Yippee, hooray! But yeah. we're we're still four months out from them doing anything. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a whole other conversation here. But yeah, like I, I mean, they really looked at what gave up what. I think with the Super Bowl at 79 sacks or nine, some ridiculous number of sacks. Right. So we get that. They obviously know there's a problem. They decide to revamp essentially the whole thing at this point, only bringing back Jonah Williams. You know, they signed Karras for center. They signed Kappa for right uh, guard. Now Lyle Collins to right tackle, you know, leaving this spot here at, you know, left guard, which we'll talk about here momentarily. But I mean, they set out, they got two dudes with three Super Bowl rings in between them, uh, all pro right tackle. I mean, th- I, I don't really know how much it could have gone better. Uh, I mean, they sound great. I'm looking at their Madden ratings right now. Um, yes, Mr. Collins is, was, is the highest ranked dude. Uh, he got a, he's got an 87 uh, overall or something. Like, whoa, that'd be great yeah. by the right tackle. Yeah. Uh, right, but, but we're well, and and all these guys, 
I mean, I'm looking at all these guys' stats, and they're, I mean, they should all, they're all better than what the Lakers they're getting rid of, which is amen to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is a big deal for two Joes. The first one, Joe Mixon. This is a huge deal. Joe Mixon has run behind in the, what, he's been there, what, six years? He has run behind the shittiest offensive line and has led the AFC in rushing twice. <laughs> I mean, how does that even happen? What, did he have 13 touchdowns last year behind he, that shitty line? He did have 13 touchdowns. Come so on, man. Like, that, he has never run behind a line this good. Not even half this good, to be honest with you. If, yeah, it sounds great on paper, and mm. we hopefully on paper – it translates to the real world, and you know nobody gets injured and all, all them things. But right. yes, hopefully this this should be a good a great offensive line. A better, well, great should be a good at least a good offensive line, right. and that hopefully that will take us to where we need to go and stay. Think about it like this: if these dudes hold up and play to their level of ability that they have been playing on the other teams. There won't be that many. I mean, you can keep three-step drops in there, but you won't have to do three-step drops. You could do five-step drops. Hell, you might even be able to do a seven-step drop. Joe Burrow, I mean, that's if they're just good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the middle of the field is now open. It's open because you can drop back five steps and wait for a route to develop. Not having to step on three and throw. You know, I mean, this, to me, barring injury, barring somebody got some money and he just sucks now, barring anything like that, like that is just, I mean, Joe Burrow has to be jumping up and down. The story is, is that um, he really did a good job of closing out that deal mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that, um, you know, Lyle didn't get out of town. You know, mm-hmm. he had over you know, Kappa, uh, Karis, and their wives and girlfriends at his house <laughs> with his his girlfriend. He had mm-hmm. Lyle Collins there. He had some other linemen there. You know, hey, man, like, we want you here. We want you to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Close that deal on Saturday night, you know, to make sure that it happened. And he didn't get out. So he's here. He, uh, I think the line he said was, hey, uh, you know, you ain't got to worry about nobody, you know, you know, your bodyguards in town. Ain't nobody going to touch you. I'll take that. If he's an 80, if he plays like an 87 on Madden in real life, I am in. I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, yeah. and, and right. If we can just, if he can take that 70 sack down or 51 or two in the regular season, you take that down to half, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, half would be good. You know, half would be good. And, I mean, again, I think with Burrow, you're always going to get probably more sacks than you should because his abilities are want to extend the play. So he's going to create sacks for himself. But if you got the 40 sacks, which is normal, like, I'm good. Like, you'll take that all day, every day. Like, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, just just, – this is a big deal for the Bengals. That's a tier one right tackle free agent. That they got, that they wanted, and you know, Frank Pollock wanted him. It clearly he wanted to be here as well, or at least cons- well, the money was right. The mm-hmm. LSU connection, whatever it was, mm-hmm. he's here. 
Uh, let's F and go. Yeah, well, well, great Negro spiritual. We will see. Do but, you remember his story as to why he was undrafted? I do not. Okay. So it was right before he was at LSU, obviously, turnaround, first round talent all the time. And then, like, maybe well, a week or so before the draft, a girl that he was dating got murdered. Mm. And her, her, her child, he was like 21. Her child at the time, like, said his name. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, the police was like wanting to talk to him. And this is like two days before the draft. And right. so now he's like, wait, wait a minute. Uh, this dude that's a first round talent has a murder potential charge hanging over his head. So obviously it scared everybody off. Mm-hmm. And then after he got like to the third round, he just told people, you know, don't draft him, don't draft him. You know, he's just going to pick where he signed. And that's how he winds up in Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, he's undrafted. First round talent, but undrafted. Yeah. Um, so. I'm sorry to hear the story, and I'm glad we got him. Uh, I, well, I, hopefully this all works out for us yeah. and the Bengals. Um, but, uh, but the our AFC just got a little bit harder. Even, I mean, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to, uh, now in the God forbid somebody gets injured category. But at least now, like your second year players, well, maybe Jackson Carmen winds up starting at left guard. It seems like that is the momentum shift. Or maybe they bring back, um, yeah, Quentin Spain to play left guard mm-hmm. or bringing back for a depth piece or whatever. But then what you got, Adenogy backing up now, you know, Fred Prince was signed, cut, and re-signed again today. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, or not Prince, uh, Fred Johnson. You know, you got Prince out there. Like, I mean, those dudes are really quality-capable backups if you don't have to play them for too long. They got a lot of experience, obviously, last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you feel good about the depth piece. So now when you look at the draft, Hutch, I don't, the Bengals might not draft the lineman for a minute, especially if they bring back Quentin Spain. Um, you probably can't have if you can get a if you think you can get a good lineman, maybe in the second, but late can be late second unless you're going whatever you're picking thirty first. Mm-hmm. You, you might go uh, best player available, but um, if if, you, if there's a really good lineman out there. Then I, you know, go for it. Because here, here, here's the other, here's the other monster that's coming. Uh, we got a, we got another year and a half, maybe, or maybe two. But we, there's a big ass check coming around the corner as we well. Yeah, well it's a, a note, a note for later in the show. Yeah, but I don't think there's any chance they draft a lineman unless it's that Linderbaum dude from Iowa, the center. Who offers no position flexibility. He's only a center. He can't right. play guard or anything like that. Right. And so in that scenario, he's supposed to be the best center, you know, whatever. Although they said his measurables are a little shaky because he's tiny. Mm-hmm. But and that's a if problem. you wind up with him, then that winds up, Karras winds up probably going to left guard. And, you know, you don't need Quentin Spain or whatever, you know, at that point. So I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't see, I, we're going to talk about the draft here in a second. I, I just can't – I don't see them drafting a lineman unless it's that dude for a minute or unless it's just somebody that drops that has like a super first-round grade that they, you know, lucky to get at 31. Yeah, I can see, yeah. 
But I mean, but yeah, you want but this draft, well, all drafts are important, but this draft is going to be well, these next couple of drafts are gonna be really important because like I said, we're gonna need some cheap, cheap labor for a while. Yes, yeah, for sure. I, I want to get to that. All right. So what's left done for you? Like, all right, the Bengals address their offensive line woes. They bring back what Stanley Morgan resigns today for special teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did they bring back? Fred Johnson cut, signed, and recut again, or signed again. Trey Hopkins, we say goodbye to. I think he went, he has already been cut maybe by the time we had that. Trey Waynes finally gets cut, um, you know, at the cornerback position. So for you, what is left? You know, like if they're going to use any of this free agent money, if they don't use it to re-sign Jesse Bates, what is left? You know, like is there any free agent position that's out there or do you address it in the draft? Where do you think they still need help? I would like to have another another cornerback. Another – I'd like to have a – Somebody, uh, a, a run or a pass stopping, pass coverage, co- a cornerback. That's what I would like to address. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say cornerback as well. Quickly, um, that is definitely an issue. There is rumors out there that the Bengals are possibly in on Stefan Gilmore, although a lot of the Bengals insiders are saying that that's not the case. Um, yeah, it, I will. I mean. You can't I, I don't think you can bring back Eli Apple for another season at your starting number two no, for, like, no, for no. 16, 18 games. Uh-uh. Like, I just don't think that's a good idea. You're setting yourself up for failure. Right. Um so if that's the case, then yeah, you probably need a veteran corner and or you're gonna have to draft one. I would probably prefer to do both. Although I don't know who's actually out there right now that could, you know, that, right. satisfy anything right. like that. Except, you know, a Stefan Gilmore. Maybe he you know, I try to tell Goat Killer all the time, like a lot of these dudes, they've won Super Bowls. So now all they want to do is get a hey. chip. You know, he doesn't, you know, Steph Gilmore doesn't need a ring. He got one or right. two. So that's not the case for him. So why don't you, you know, you know, allegedly the Raiders ran on him as well. You know, I don't know why you would go to the Raiders. That's not a winning organization anymore. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, but money would be money talks, bullshit runs a marathon. So um I also think Hush, they need uh pass rushing defensive tackle. Man, and they nice. need another another defensive end that can rush the passer. Oh like, yeah. We I yeah, mean, right. I, if you're expecting <laughs> Trey Hendrickson to get fifteen sacks again and oh. for Hubbard to get what did he, hey Hubbard wind up with eight and a half? Something uh, like that. You, you are at well. Joseph Osai is coming. He was really good in the first quarter of a preseason game. Come on, mm. man! Like you need something else. There's a rumor out there that they might be on a, in on Melvin Ingram, but uh, I don't know. You I, you need somebody, and you need it at end and at defensive tackle. You're going to need yeah you yeah you need to load up on defense like we. That would be nice to get some cheap labor on defense if you can on, on the line whatever. Um, I just looked at somebody's – I mean, these mock drafts are all over the place. But, you know, I saw some somebody from Washington. I don't know the who cornerback. Is, Trent McDuffie? Yeah. yeah, the cornerback, yeah, from Washington. Five yeah, of, they are. Uh, 5'11". Mm. They allegedly like him. 
there's also was it uh, Kyler Gordon, I think, is the other dude that they like as well. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's some people out there. Now that that old, uh, I can't remember his name, but that Nigerian dude from Michigan that tore his Achilles. In oh, his yeah, he's day, right, right. You know, people yeah. are like, oh, you know, get him, you know, and stash him away. That's a that's a Marvin move. That's such a Marvin move. Hey, let's just but waste this pick. Yeah, but waste Chief? that pick. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know, David David Ojabo. Yeah, Ojabo. Yeah, I don't trust Michigan players. I just don't. So, you know, maybe that's something that you think about. I keep selling Goat Killer. Man, if, if one of them wide receivers drops at 31, like if Jamison Williams, because of his injury, <laughs> drop, uh, that, uh, that's, a, you, I, that's a stash away later because obviously you're not going to be able to keep all three of them wide receivers. Right. So, you, I mean, you, you, keep like, you, could, stash, you could stash that one away. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, because he doesn't need to play for your team to be successful. But, oh, that, but so. he's the first. But he's first round. I mean, her, her, I understand. I, it is that is a great thing. Yeah, somebody, one of them three uh, quarter or wide receivers. Hell, maybe two of them might not mm-hmm. will not might not get paid in two years. Right. Might not be getting checks from the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. Like I said, we're going to get to that in, in a little bit. But I would definitely see. You know, this draft has them, what, taking McDuffie, who they have them taking at the end of round two. If you're on YouTube, you know, by the way, uh, subscribe. Um, I don't know who that is. A nose tackle. Need from, a nose from tackle. Al- from Alabama. No, pass. We need a freaking three-tech. And that's why I'm not opposed to when his foot gets cleared of bringing back Ogan Joby. Bringing back on a one-year deal. He had seven and a half sacks. He's still trying to get paid. Just bring him back. You know, he's going to be motivated to do that. He's obviously comfortable being here. Bring him back. Him and B.J. Hill as a part of your three-tech defensive rotation on passing downs, you're okay with that. And then all now you're looking for is a defensive end that can rush outside, you know, along with Ogun Joe. Uh, If you get a a specialist, uh, yeah, if you get a specialist or something that just on – you got them second and long, third long. Yeah, one of them Carl Lawson dudes, one of them uh, Robert Gathers for the old school Bengals fans out there. One of those dudes that just, just come in on third down and rush the pass. That's all we need you to do. Right. That's it. Come in on third down and obvious passing situations to get you the quarterback. Period. So it'll it'll be interesting to see, you know, where they go there. Obviously, tight end is a need now, but I don't think they're going to wind tight, up tight end. spinning yeah, a tight end until in, later. I saw somebody in fourth round for tight end. Yeah, that's that sounds about a, right. I have a good place for a tight end. And then if you see this, I mean, they have. I don't think they had them taking a an offensive lineman yet. Yeah. And you're I in round four. Yeah, I didn't see one. Uh, tight yeah. end, linebacker, defensive, or a nose tackle. Yeah. Where, where are they going to address it on this thing? Right. Yeah, not in the yeah, fifth round. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't see him picking up a linebacker unless it's a street free agent. So, right. I yeah. don't see them. Yeah. We All don't right. have, we don't have a six round pick. Oh, there he is. DeMarco. Oh, that's what this is. A linebacker. Appalachian State. We already, we already got one freaking small school oh, dude over there. Yeah. <laughs> no hey. Yeah. Now we'll see that happen. Yeah. They're out of the offensive line business. Sure. According to this draft, I, I I don't know that I would draft one either, unless it's just somebody that I mean, absolutely, you can't pass. 
Like, mm. I can't. I mean, you already have all of those dudes on there. Like, yeah. you already have backups everywhere, except for, essentially, except for center. Because that dude from Georgia last year sucked when he played. <laughs> um, and I would rather not see him ever again. So, you don't really have a backup center at this point. But, right. yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, Gilmore, maybe Melvin Ingram, something like that. You know, there'll be some, uh, hey, I need to play because I need to get checks because I got baby mama's. You know, signing at somewhere. Right. Yeah, those are coming soon because that's the money starting to ramp, uh, you know, dry up here. You know, people get desperate and they'll have to take these one year prove it deals. So, all right. Yeah. Let's swing it around NFL or excuse me, before we swing around NFL, you talked about the salary cap issues. Okay. So, you know, it, it sounds like if you listen to a lot of the Bengal, uh, insider stuff, the Bengals are going to be looking to negotiate Joe Burrow's extension because at the end of this season, right? This is the first year that they could do it. You know, they could push it off to four or put him on the thing for five, but Pain. they're going to look to try to get in. And to be honest with you, getting in now is going to be cheaper. Cheaper. Um, so you know, there's that. T. Higgins will also be up at the end of that season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, he's no, he's still he's a four year deal, so he still have another year because uh, he was second round pick, but. So they'll have another year there, but pushing him another year gets, you know, uh, Jamar Chase closer to his third year, which, I mean, you know, so there's going to be, you know, Devontae Adams, you know, broke the bank. It's going to probably take that much and then some, you know, to probably keep T. Higgins as well or um, uh, Jamar Chase as well, you know. But, again, the NFL, oh, you know, all these conservatives, we don't watch the NFL no more. Man, NFL is making money on top of money on top of money, and then that money's fucking the other money. They got money. The Bengals will have money. The salary cap will be there. The Bengals ain't never had a problem making their quarterback. Like, they made Palmer the highest-paid player in the league. They played um, Andy Dalton, his fair share of that, too. They'll get it done. It's just, you know, it, they'll get it done. I'm not they'll, they'll They'll get it done, but – I mean, yeah, the, that that motherfucker is coming due, and yeah. I mean, but it ain't my money, but right. but somebody got to yeah. go, and I, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. I've said before, and I'll say it again: we really need Joe Burrow to get a billionaire um, Brazilian model wife, uh, so he'll just take a discount. That's basically <laughs> what you need. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, I mean, you know, but again. But Brady prioritized that too. You know, he knew that if he took that Brady, New England yeah. Brady, knew that if he took all of the money, there wouldn't be the supplemental pieces. So he didn't take all the money. He was always one of the, you know, middle of the pack uh, paid quarterbacks. Right. You know, and, but and, again, and, and it wife, worked out for him. Yeah. And his wife, but again, he had all the endorsement deals. His wife's a freaking billionaire. Like, you know, it didn't matter. You know, now he wants all the money, which it makes right. sense. But at the end of his career, that, yeah, that's fine. But you know, like if he, if if Burrow is in that situation, and you know, there's probably a he's got Ohio values. There's probably a small portion of him that'll be like, hey, you know, if I take all this money, this ain't gonna work. So, uh, you know, he might take. I would. I mean, we ain't getting no hometown discount, but he might mm-hmm. be like, I don't need fifty million dollars. You know, I'll be good with you know forty. And mm-hmm. save that money for something else. But you will find out eventually. So we will yeah, find it's just, out. Yeah, it's it's a mess. It's going to be a mess. But the Bengals are in that position now where they're gonna have to start to make some tough choices. And this is again by drafting so poorly for the last, you know, five of the last six years, it's catching up to them. 
you know, where they're having to go out and sign free agents and spend more money and, you know, having to turn out dudes, you know, Tyler Boyd's, I think he's up at the end of what, 24, you know, so you only really got this year next with Tyler Boyd. He ain't going to get back. He'll be on the opposite side of 30. You know, that's not going to happen. You know, it, it, it sounds like they'll have some money coming off the books at that point where they'll be able to have to make some tough choices. Hell, Jonah Williams is going to be an issue, too. He's going to, you know, after this year, you're going to have to pick up, you know, exercise his fifth year option. You know, left tackles, you know, Armstead just signed for $80 million today. You know, <laughs> he's 35 years old. He's got Pro Bowls or whatever. But, but left tackles ain't cheap. Nope. You know, even average ones aren't cheap. You know, right. so you're going to have to make some tough choices and decisions. Pony you know, up and kick people out. Right. And yeah, and you're going to have to make those decisions, but you also have to draft well. Like, that's it. So yeah. I could see the Bengals at 31 trading back, getting an extra third or fourth round pick or whatever it's going to take, and, you know, and st- just start stockpiling players, you know, and, you know, cheap. Cheap yeah, well, yeah, throw it against the wall. I got three fourth rounders. Shit. If two of them hit, I'm good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and and just go from there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see in that regard. But yeah, it's um, it's something else. But I did see uh, allegedly the Bengals have about thirteen million dollars of cap space currently left, and that's factoring in, you know, the two million plus that it'll take to sign all their draft picks. So mm-hmm. they're in, you know, not in bad shape. Right. Not not in bad shape. Um, no, not at all. all right. We were swinging around the NFL, man, and a. And we've got to stay in the AFC North. You know, Pittsburgh hasn't done anything. That they're cast, they're <laughs> they're cashed out. They just they can't are. even know the money that they got from him. You know, again, the funny thing is the Steelers run their organization, or the Bengals run their organization, like just the like the Steelers. Yep. They just haven't drafted well. Nope, that's it. Or they or, 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 or their their dudes got hurt. Yeah, uh, that's it. It's yeah. it's the same family run organization. That's it. They don't have a lot of cash on hand. So they're not going to be signing a bunch of free agents. That's not going mm-hmm. to happen. The Steelers, the Steelers fans, sign Tyron Matthew, sign Tyron Matthew. Like, you ain't got the nuts for that. You ain't got the money for it. So yeah. good luck with that. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of in the same boat as the Bengals are. Uh, they lose Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster or whatever. He goes to Kansas City. Juju's uh, overrated and sucks. He, he is overrated. And when Roethlisberger was good. Yeah. He, I mean, he covered up a lot of holes, but now they, he's gone. And mm-hmm. I'm looking, look at, I don't know if you're looking at the screen, but I am. If you're on yeah, YouTube, you know, yeah, subscribe. yeah. When you pay, when you're paying linebackers twenty four million dollars, thirty million dollars between two players, yeah. I mean, damn. Yeah, it's, I mean, look at the cap. Look at the cap hit. Right between those two players. Right. So I mean, they're. Fourteen percent is going to a linebacker that is that gets hurt a lot or is off the field a lot. Yeah, Um, I mean they're they're I mean they're they're in a real they're in a rebuild situation. They haven't you know said it, but they are. You can't you can't win with Mason Rudolph. Everybody knows this. Even the Steelers do, huh? No, Trubisky. You can't win with him either. No. You ain't winning with the kid from Ohio State. Like no, you know, no, this no, he is. He don't get cut. Yeah, yeah. They're just. I mean, they're just. They're running out the string. Um, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Though, that's the Steelers. I guess we got to deal with the Browns. Um, yeah, the, 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 the clowns. They're uh, they're they're no they're horrible too. Look, but all right. So 
uh, I mean, we'll we'll dip into, you know, social issues or whatever here a little bit. Uh, we'll dip into some racial issues here, too. All right. Let's take this. Uh, let's take it from a football perspective. He's a 500 quarterback, like career wise, like he's a 500 quarterback. I know everybody's on his nutsack or whatever. And he led the league in passing when he had, you know, Sammy Watkins or whatever. Whoever the fuck that was. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Like, OK, that's fine. He's still a 500 quarterback. Playing on a team that had a defense with Nam, with at least with, two Hall of Famers on it, at least two, at least two. So let's not act like this nigga is like the greatest quarterback to even play in Houston. We'll give it at the Warren move. Like so, <laughs> like people need to calm down. Like uh, for real, like a hundred percent, they need to calm the fuck down. He's the best quarterback that's been in Cleveland since Bernie Kosar, though. Like, that's for sure. So I can see how everybody's dick riding like that part. However, by saying dick riding, it brings up some issues. And as I said with Cosby when we talked about this however many years ago, let's just say that 50% of them women is making this shit up trying to get a payday. That's still 11 women that he um, sexually harassed, assaulted, if, if, you just, if you if if twenty one of them made it up, uh, then you if, if just one that's just like aliens, you only Correct. see one. Correct. So, uh, the league gonna get their pound of flesh, no doubt about it. I don't know how much of a pound, but they gonna get a pound. I don't care what the criminal trial says or they didn't bring charges, they getting a pound. And that pound, the more I read about it, that's probably half a season. They probably gonna get him for eight games. So the, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six. Okay. But, so the Browns gave up five picks, three first rounders for a dude that's probably gonna miss half the season, and then guaranteed him two hundred and thirty million dollars. Right. That is Dumb. probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. But but that's where they are. They thought they they believed that they were a Super Bowl team. Right. Or, and and Big Chubb ain't getting no younger. No. Um, and, uh, yeah. Right. So and and Nick Chubb is where their offense runs through. Literally, mm-hmm. once he goes away, there. I mean, they are averaging grits. Averaging grits. I mean, they have a good offensive line. They have a good defensive line. They. I mean, you know, they still don't have. You know, a freaking Amari Cooper is your number one wide receiver. You're in trouble at this point. So they'll be looking for, a, you know, a wide receiver. Oh, wait, damn, they don't have a first-round pick. Right. You know, like, I mean, you just – it don't make no they're, sense. They're in. They're, they're all in. They're yeah, all, it's, and it's, they're all stupid. So yeah, this, yeah. This, this has to work out within the next two years. Or yeah, that's it. They're yeah, or it's just a mess. Yeah, right. you're screwed at that point if it don't work out in the first two years. You're screwed. Right, right. And, like, and, this, and this year ain't great. Yeah. Yeah, and coming no, you're screwed. Like coming back into the league, screwed. Like ninety nine coming back, Brown screwed. Mm-hmm. Like you're screwed. So I mean, good luck. I mean, look, Browns fans, and they're probably not listening to this show. But look, this was a bad idea. It was a bad idea. You know, we're gonna talk about the Falcons here in a second. The Falcons. <laughs> I I can't even believe that they would have entertained the idea after what happened with Michael Vick. Michael Vick. I can't even imagine. Entertain the idea, oh, and, and y'all went in and saved the Falcons from doing something fucking don't, stupid. Don't. I mean, just absolutely stupid. Right. 
And I don't think any other team – I saw some reporter like, oh, some other team said they were they would have matched the money or whatever. Nah, that's a lie. That's, that's agent talk. I said, right, yeah. Um, Arthur Blank is a businessman, and he knows how to close deals. Mm-hmm. And and all that – I heard some a lot of backdoor shenanigans about guaranteeing that $230 million. Even him – I mean, and like I said, he he's a little mature now. He wants the Falcons to do well before he crosses forearms, but he's right. like, man, that shit, that's too much even for me. Yeah. I, I mean, and again, he's got cash on hand. It wouldn't right. have been a big deal for Arthur Blank to write that check. Right. But he I mean, but, like, I don't know about that. Guaranteed, too? That yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, guaranteed money for a dude that, I mean, like I said, he's going to at least miss. If he don't, if he has to miss at least. Four games. At least four. At least was, four. Uh, yeah. I had said six. I read that article by, uh, God, just Jenny Virtus in Sports Illustrated about one of the ladies or whatever. Mm-hmm. You need to bury that nigga under a jail cell. That's where he need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where he need to be. And I knew. Hey, <laughs> tell a story and, and, I'd and tell. I, and and so, I, you know what? And somewhere, I bet you one of these women, I bet you he tried to call one of his people have tried to call these women. To try to be like, hey man, let's uh let's talk this out and and try yeah. to pay this down. One yeah. of the women probably got recorded somewhere. Probably. I mean, and and, and then he's at that point now where you got to settle, but settling right. is an implication of guilt. Right. So, like, I mean, I don't care. Just say no, yo, no, no. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't even be able to sniff the league. Honestly, you know, he shouldn't. Colin Kaepernick. Protesting, well, you know, racial injustice can't get a fucking tryout, but this uh, nigga is getting a whole ass job at two thirty guaranteed. Come on, right. son, that's well, awful. Well, I, we we got well, we Mixon got a problem too, and he he didn't. I mean, but yeah, that shit on video. I hold him to something when he was nineteen, punching a, punching a woman on video. That she there, called him a nigger. And you know, and then everybody would be punched. Everybody would be getting punched. I hear you. I, I I don't disagree with that, but he did pay for that. That's why he went in the second round. He he well, and did it? Did he miss some games too? Mm-mm. Oh, he might have missed like an early parts of the game, whatever. But he went in the second round because of character concern, right? You know, because he again was punched. To, he yeah, he stiff arm punched him too. It wasn't like you know. Oh, oh, oh that was a know, that was a full a on five fingers yeah, to that, the that, face that situation. A, right, that was a like, that was a yeah, solid he reared back. Right. Yeah, he reared back. Uh, and, so, and, and 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 somebody, I'm right there. There are no, there are very few angels in the NFL and and it's in life fair. in general. But you, you know, but twenty-two situations—that's serial shit. That is exactly. This is like, and no, no offense, Browns fans. This is Kelly Winslow Jr. shit. Ooh, damn, I forgot about him. And that's that's how man, quick I ain't. All right, and that seventy-year-old yeah. lady getting damn fuck, yo. No, that's. I mean, but hey, if you win on Sunday, we forget about Monday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but 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 they ain't got. I don't see them. I mean, they were they were third place last year. Um, That's a solid spot the, for them now too. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. On the other side of that is their current quarterback, which is Baker Mayfield. Man, <sighs> talking about and, from and, the and, outhouse and, to the shit house, and, and nobody wants you. 
And don't nobody want it. Nobody wants it. Especially no first-round pick. Number one pick, sir. Not just a first-round pick. A number one pick. A number hey, one pick? He was the number one pick in that draft. I, I, I'm, I'm saying he's, he's one of one, right. But right, nobody wants him. Nobody. No. And I wouldn't take him for nothing either. I wouldn't take him either. I wouldn't either. Uh, uh, he, yeah, tr- uh, real talk, on this kind of side brother topic or whatever. Real talk, if he decided to not play no more and go, like, freaking right-wing conservative or whatever, like, it won't <laughs> surprise me. Like, if he just tries to pull that shit, look all these women because of my whatever value. Because I'm white? Because yeah, like, anyway. I voted for Trump? Man. Something like that. You'll see. But anyway. <laughs> he, he, something he is going to get. He will get another chance. Probably with. Where? I'm Where? Trying Donde to, uh, esta? Where? Seattle. Uh, the Giants. Seattle, Seattle. The Giants. The Jets. Look. Um, fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Can I get time out? You cannot send him to New York. He couldn't handle the media in Cleveland. You can't put it. The New York Daily News will eat him to shreds, Hush. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I mean, yeah, you're right. He'll get he'll get ran, but he's better than the fucking dude that's there now. Both of them. Pick pick a uh, team in New the Jersey. The first time he has a bad game, they are what, going to chew him up. You, have you seen the articles that the, the the Cleveland was like, yeah, we need an adult to play quarterback? Yeah, I've seen him. And he was immature in college. He still is. He was immature. He got, he got when rabbit he came to the league too. And then uh, uh, to me, he's that dude. Like, oh, they got film on him, and people figured him out. Like, oh, he was hurt last year. It wasn't just because he was hurt. They figured him out. Like the league figured him out quick. And and, 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 he, and he had a perfect offense. Right. Hand, hand it and, off left. Hand it off right. And yep. And don't you know. Play right. action. Don't do anything stupid. And he did. Right. Still did stupid. And, and you had you had two um, two good receivers. One. Yeah. And you fucked that up. He yep. fucked it up. So um, yeah, I, I to me, like I, I don't know. I honestly, I mean, it, the the Browns fucked up. They, I think they, you know, they picked up his fifth year option at eighteen million dollars or whatever. So it's going to be a massive cap hit. If they cut him, which they're gonna have to, they at have this to point, cut, right? If you know, nobody's gonna trade him for eighteen million dollars. I mean, they can nope. pick up some of the salary, but they, I don't know where there's a landing spot for him to be the backup. Oh, uh, he there's plenty of places. Hell, the Eagles not at eighteen million dollars. Well, not eighteen million dollars, but you cut him and then you just bring him in for whatever as a backup for eight, nine. I, I that's what I would do if I had to if, if I had a choice, but. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Philadelphia's situation. He cannot um, go to Philadelphia. He, he, he can, will get eaten alive. He as a, as a backup, he could do. He'll be just dude, fine. He is an ant. He is that. He is an antenna quarterback. I don't he listen does. to what's going on out there. He's got he his does. ears open to everything. He, he, he he's just ears. like Kevin Durant, except not as good. He's reading um, every nowhere, tweet. Nowhere He's reading every it. tweet, listening to every radio show, reading every news article. He is completely focused on how people perceive him. That is a terrible – he has – Cleveland was bad because, you know, they don't really have anything else. Oh, they got the Indians, but they don't really have anything else. Well, what are they not, the Indians? They got anymore. the Guardians. The Guardians, thank you. Um, he needed to go to some place that, you know, don't live, eat, and breathe football like that. Go to the Dolphins. They don't care here. You can come back up to them. What about the Texans? Texans would work, but they don't want him because they would have traded him with that. You know, they would have put him in the deal with freaking, what you would call it. Yeah, they don't want him. 
there's a space for him somewhere to get a second chance. Um, he, no, just put just he, put some just put some cotton in your ears. He ain't if Seattle wanted him, they already had him. No, he's gonna have to go hey, somewhere. No, he's gonna have to go somewhere where there's an already unquestioned established starter. Unquestioned. Where he's just going to sit there and hold that clipboard. And so you'd have to be looking at spots that would be looking at a quarterback like that, where it's unquestioned. You know, same to Tampa. Tampa, you know, yeah, Tampa, yeah, I, that's a that's a good learn. place for him. I you know think. what I'm saying? Like, cause ain't nobody gonna be thinking about his ass unless Brady goes down. Oof. You know, where he can learn, get a professional, you know, education, a, a great coach, you know, an all great offensive coach to try to, you know, salvage his career. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. He can't go anywhere where people are like, you know, wishy washy on the quarterback situation. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, he'll go back to Texas, go to Dallas. Right. As soon yeah, as Dak has a bad game, everybody's gonna be calling for him. Yeah, he, so, yeah, he ain't going to Dallas, but no, Houston. Ain't gonna be I, Dallas. I Houston. Somebody mentioned Detroit. I heard earlier too. I'm like, I guess that would work, but Jared I mean, it's, that's, that's that. Nobody will care. You know, they wear You know, they wear paper bags there too. So it wouldn't it wouldn't matter in that regard. But once they start losing, which they will, you, I mean, he's not. He he's the ultimate front runner, man. Like that's no, no, no. Yeah, he, he, he was in front, and he still fucked up. Yeah, he's just you – know, when everything's good, he's good. When everything's bad, it's Cleveland, everybody else's fault. Yep. Cleveland, Cleveland definitely – I think Cleveland had the best 53-man lineup last year. And yeah, they, they were solid. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and, and he got hurt, fucked up, lost that cheese game. Uh, that was awful. And he just yeah. kept going rolling downhill from there. Wow. All right. Well, now we got to talk about this. It's local and it's not. Got to talk about the Falcons, oh, uh, which is what not be a landing spot for uh, for uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield because uh, they signed Marcus Mariota. Right. Um, uh, Matt Ryan, what, fourteen years facing the franchise. Matty Ice, the, the best, I was the best player for, they've had. Yeah. Shit, I was there for what half his career. At I, least I've been there for all of it. You've been there for all of it. I mean. Get straight into the Colts, third round pick. Giving away to the Colts, taking a forty million dollar cap hit. Right, <laughs> most, on the team. The most expensive the largest, player on the team is largest cap, cap hit, hit ever. Yep. Uh again, okay, Colts. Hey, you know if that's what you want, you know, have him like hand it off to Jonathan Taylor. You know, do some play action. You know, he could do that at this point. A lot of people are like, oh, no, he'll be great in that or whatever. Like, Matt Ryan's a lightweight turnover machine at this point in his career. Now, he's well, very, well, well, uh, well because, he, because he's getting killed, they have no yeah, offensive line. I understand. And he has, a, a, you know, a pro bowls or, you know, a couple of pro bowlers there. So that's fine. But I, you're, I, I, you're one of your your best your best wide receiver quit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and yeah, well, slashes gambling on games. Yeah. Gambled is out. Gambled is out of the league. I, right. I uh, just from an Atlanta perspective, like him being gone is not good. You know, I mean, he he represented the franchise in the post Michael Vick era in the best way possible. Now, again, right. if you ever lived or had a thought of living in Atlanta, I don't think you understand how much people love Michael Vick. There's a bunch of people that hate him after what happened, but. Michael Vick was literally an experience. Yeah. 
You got the stoic vanilla big man coming in after that. And, you know, he was good from the start. He was good from a rookie, you know, like he was just that he was always going to be that quarterback that he was going to need almost everything to go perfectly for you to win a championship. Like he was our there, our Andy Dalton, you know, a little bit better, a little bit stronger arm. But essentially the same thing. Like everything's going to need to go right. And it did for one season and three quarters of football. Everything <laughs> went right. Right. But then once that didn't work, I mean, it was it was a wrap after that, you know, yeah. like it just was. And to see him traipsing around in a coach uniform in the fall is going to just be weird AF. It will How be you- weird. Will, How do you feel will, about that? It's going to be weird, but it's going to be weird. But, get, I mean, after hell, after you saw Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay uniform, I yeah. saw Joe Montana in a Kansas Chiefs. City uniform, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's the, – the, this game Nature. has gotten more ruthless. It's gotten a little bit softer on the field, but it's more ruthless in the business. The room. business part, yeah. But, yeah the business part is – they, I mean, they are definitely cutting nuts. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just, and I get that part of it. I understand. I saw him and his kids getting off a plane. They had their number two Ryan jerseys for the coast. I was just like, this is terrible. This is terrible. That's, you know, this the, is it, the it's way just of terrible. The world. Yeah, it is. And I, I, you know, and again, does he make the coach measurably better? No. Well, I think, I think he just. It's got he better than Carson Wentz. Yeah, but and I mean, I, and and all and all they needed was they got they got four, they got four free games in their division. Right. Yeah. Houston he just, definitely gave up. Right. Yeah. So you got so you got to win six and a half, seven more somewhere. Right. And that's yeah, all you got to do. I know. I get that part. I get that part, but I just I don't know. I just. I, I think people are like, oh man, he's you know he's like so good or whatever. I'm like, uh, man, like, y'all uh, haven't been watching Matt Ryan boy. He used to be Matty Ice at the end of games. Like, oh, he is definitely driving him down the field and getting a field goal or a touchdown. <laughs> now it's like that, that's a pick six. He's just waiting for it to happen, man. Like he, you know, he's going to throw that interception in the game or during the. I mean, he was just an interception. He liked to throw some uh, untimely. Well, he, he he got tired of getting hit. He was, I mean, yeah. he was getting right. There's a yeah, couple of they, they played some videos where they was like one one lineman would just kept fucking up, and he was like, "Man, get your get it together." I mean, he he <laughs> lost it for a poor second. Yeah. God, but I, it, crushed. You know, but I am of the belief that you know he's taken so many hits over 14 seasons. You know, and he's got unfortunately what we're trying to avoid with our quarterback muscle memory, and so you start <laughs> yeah. seeing ghosts. Yeah, and I'm right. So, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, you just start throwing it where it shouldn't be thrown, and I, I don't know. We'll see what oh, happens. Again, oh, another quarterback to the AFC. You know, good for him. You know, the the NFC. I mean, could you just write Tampa Bay also into the playoffs already too? Because yeah. the NFC South, which we play, right. is one of the worst divisions in football. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's awful. I mean, who's the quarterback? Jameis Brady, right? Mariota, no, Mary, yeah, Mariota and, and the Falcons. Yeah, who's the other? And uh, and Sam Darnold. 
Right. And, and he might not be there for NFL either. Yeah, exactly. So that's not a good spot for Baker either. Because they, like, I, again, we talked about this on the previous podcast. I think at this point, like, teams are recognizing, like, if you don't have that dude, like, yeah. you can't win. So, right. like, Carolina's probably going to be like, you know what? We'll probably take our chance on a draft pick, hoping that we can get that dude as opposed to bake bringing in Baker, which we know is not that. Right. You, you don't, yeah. right. You're not going to pay somebody. You don't want to pay anybody 20 plus million dollars to be third and fourth place. Correct. You know, or to go eight and eight, which is the worst that you could possibly do too. Or eight, eight, nine. Giving you false hope every season or eight, nine or nine and eight. Well, well not, well, yeah. Well, if you're nine and eight, I mean, but you don't make the playoffs. I guess that's pretty much. Yeah, but if you're nine and eight. You're you're the middle. You're you're the middle of the pack. You're gonna be middle of the draft. You're fucked. Yes. Yeah. It's like the it's like the uh, NBA. The the Hawks. Yeah, making the Hawks. Yeah, being the eighth seed every year. Like that didn't do you any good. You gotta lose lose to get a real good pair. So, all right. And you still got pick three. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the the Colts. I'm looking at their schedule. They gotta play the. They gotta play the Chiefs and the AFC Chargers. West, right? But they also Denver, play, also Raiders, yeah. But, but then they play the NFC East, which is ass off, right? So they're I, I can pencil them into the. They might be a challenge for that. They don't play all spots in AFC. You're gonna be a mother blanket. You better win your division. Yeah, win your division. Yeah, win your division. Win yep, your that's division. Sure. That's the best. Yeah, yeah. Especially you, Cincinnati. It's all right. All right, man. So that's gonna wrap us up. Uh, you got excellent music. Any thoughts? Damn, I did have a song. Uh, OPP. <laughs> <laughs> other people's other players, people's, uh, players. Linemen. Yeah, uh, other people's players. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, it's just playing musical trivia here. You know, Tretch wrote damn near everything for damn near everybody in the nineties. I kind of knew Google, that. If you Google songs written by Tretch for other mm-hmm. people or yeah. raps written by Tretch for other people, he wrote a whole bunch of other people's stuff. Yeah. And so I hope he's living somewhere off those residuals um, because I didn't know until much later in life uh, that Tretch was um, was doing that, you know. Oh, also, shot, same story. Uh, well, there's a weird other uh, weird story. I wasn't there, obviously, but my uh, well, it would well, damn. So it would have been like '92 or three. They should have been really popular then. They came and did homecoming at Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, naughty by nature in '92 or '93. And my buddy, my roommate, was he? Uh, uh, well, he's like, dude. So he was doing like security or whatever for him, and he smoked out with. Mm-hmm. He tells that stuff. Which is nice. <laughs> well, 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 do, do you see trenches? Yeah. Value? Also, why was Naughty by Nature playing at Edinburgh? The, I, I, just, <laughs> I just put up his value for what it's worth. Yeah. Two mil. That's not bad. Yeah, you, yeah. have to see, you have to do another Google search to see, you know, stuff that he's written. So, yeah, get man. this screen out of there. It's not what we call it. Like. So, anyway. All right, so OPP will be our the lead out song on uh, you know on the uh, podcast version of this. 
Uh, so yeah, so we'll be back. You know, emergency pod. You know, Bengals sign Stephon Gilmore, Melvin Ingram, and uh, Geno Atkins. All right, hey man, we're gonna come back. Geno ain't coming back. That ain't happening. Yeah, Geno. Geno, that ain't happening. Yeah, and I don't think either the mother. After it's a little over a month away at this point. Um, so, yeah, or a little under a month, excuse me. So, we'll be getting draft ready, seeing what happens with the Bengals. Yeah, man, all right. OPP, how can I explain it? Um, producer of this podcast, and I'm signing off. Uh, Hush, go ahead, sign off. Uh, good night to all you happy people. We'll see everybody, uh, whenever we see. Peace. Peace. Mm-hmm.